0: Hello everyone. I'm Steph Boldrini and this podcast is for everyone who wants to learn commercial real estate investing from A to Z. I'll be sharing with you my journey in getting into commercial real estate while being mentored by someone who has been doing retail investing for over 20 years. My goal is to keep things very straightforward because I value your time and you are here to learn. With that, in the last episode, we went over how we decided to make an offer on this property, which was the Salinas movie theater that has been vacant and unused for over 30 years, as well as I went over the things that I asked the real estate agent to send us during the due diligence process. In this episode, I'm going to share with you what we did on our own during the due diligence process, and also the things that our attorney looked at and objected to on the title report. So here we go. What are the things that we did on our own? The number one thing was to go on GeoTracker, which is a website, to see if there is any land contamination at Or near the property and this is very important as a quote-unquote pre phase one report Uh, the phase one report is an environmental report that costs around three to four thousand dollars in order to see if the property is contaminated and if the property is contaminated it's going to be very costly to decontaminate the property and the city will make sure <laughs> that you eventually decontaminate your property so it's a very important thing to know if your property is contaminated or not and through geotracker you're able to have a preliminary idea if it is or not i also checked the current assessed value to see how much taxes they were paying for the property i reached out to the city the Permit Services Division and the Community Development Division and asked to see if there were any approved permits for the property, and I had to find out information on zoning on the downtown area to see what we could do or could not do with the property. Here are some of the reports that we did throughout the due diligence process. We did the Phase 1 report, which is the environmental report I just talked about, we did a roof survey and we found out it was going to cost us around 127000 for a new roof. That roof already had three layers in it, and we could not add another layer, so we had to do it again from scratch. The property had several code violations, not surprisingly, because the owners did not keep up with maintaining the property up to date, and the city started issuing fines, rightfully so. during the time of the purchase, and if the seller did not respond within X number of days, the city was going to start charging $2,500 per day, and the seller did say that they would end up paying for these costs at the close of escrow. We scheduled a structural engineer to go assess the damage and do a sheer wall test. This means that he is going to test how strong the wall is or how weak the wall is. And also he was going to tell us if we had to redo the wall entirely or just reinforce it. We also had an architect go over the property to assess some of the costs we were going to incur. I also had to find a person that was working with Cal Water it's California Water Service to find out where there was a water source for the building, what was the size of the line, and if there were fire hydrants near the property. In beautiful California, believe it or not, I learned that the businesses are the ones who have to pay for installing a public fire hydrant if the property does not have one nearby, and that can cost at least $50,000. So we had to understand if we had to number one, do that. And number two, how much it would cost for us to pool in water for the fire sprinklers, because again, the property was not up to code and we would have to install fire sprinklers. We also scheduled an appointment with the fire sprinkler contractor to give us a quote of how much it would cost to put those fire sprinklers. We ended up finding out that we would have to bring the water from the back of the building to the front, and that was going to cost also quite a lot of money. I believe it was around 100k more or less. Also, because we were potentially going to run this as a business and do events there or partner up with someone that would run it as a business and run the events, I had to check prices for audio and visual installation, prices for new chairs, prices to level the floor. Also, I was trying to get someone in the city to see if we could ask for some credit to renovate the property because the property was in a downtown area, the building had been abandoned, it would have been a added benefit to the city. But we didn't manage to find people up until the end of the process. Now I'm gonna go over what the title report said. But before I do that, I want you to know what the title report means. The title report means that the title company will compile a report from a search of county records in order to issue you a title insurance and any liens against the property are listed as exceptions to the title insurance. So this means that the title company is not responsible for those items. Our attorney reviewed All of the exceptions that the title company sent us and he objected to four of them. Here they are. Number one, we were in a what's called the Monterey Regional Water Pollution Control Agency and we had to reach out to them to see if there were any past due amounts and to make sure that there were no restrictions on our intended use of the property. Another exception was there was a quote-unquote party wall agreement that was dated 1999 and it ended up being dated 1919. (laughs) So this party wall agreement meant that we were sharing one wall with our neighbor and there was an agreement out there that the title company did not find and they were making an exception to that. So, after a lot of back and forth, we requested the title company to find that agreement because that's their job, however, as you and I know, not everybody does their job, so they gave us an agreement that had nothing to do with the party wall agreement or that property, as a matter of fact. So, after another two weeks of back and forth with the title company, they somehow managed to find that party wall agreement that was dated 1919, exactly 100 years ago. And that's one of those moments that you realize how life is so short (laughs) by reading some of those agreements from back then. The next exception that our attorney objected to was an exception that stated that we were in a redevelopment agency. And our attorney said that most redevelopment agencies were extinguished as a result of a law signed by Governor Jerry Brown. However, the title company was not willing to remove it because the city of Salinas was in debt, (laughs) and this would not be removed until the city of Salinas was out of debt, and that was going to be around 2033, so in about 15 years. And then the last exception that our attorney objected to was a notice that the county of Monterey proposes to annex the property into the California Home Finance Authority Community Facilities District Number, la-da-da-da-da, clean energy. So the attorney said that he does not have documents on that, and the title company did not provide that. However, we had to find those documents and see what the impact would be on our property. On the next episode, I'm going to go over the financial calculations for all three options that we had in mind for the property, which were to either do a very minimum renovation and sell it, or to do a huge renovation and run it as an events place, or hire someone to run it for us, or the last option was to renovate medium. A term and rent it out to a tenant and potentially keep it or sell it. If you are learning from this podcast, I would really appreciate a review. I know it's confusing to find out where to write a review, but I'm going to tell you how to do that. On iTunes, you go to your podcast app, you click on listen now and then you go to the purple title of our podcast. You just click on the purple area. You scroll down to ratings and reviews. You will see write a review. So just click that. Give us some nice rating. I would be very grateful. The only way that we show up when someone is looking for commercial real estate investing podcasts is when we have enough reviews. So I would really appreciate if you guys could write a nice review on iTunes or wherever else you listen to this. Thank you very much and I'll talk to you soon.